stuck in our homes But you're not alone Cause they're the feet and Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. How are you today? I'm fine, Peggy. How are you? I'm doing okay. So I know you kind of had a sad day today. You went to the the ceremony for Peter Thomas's parents. Yes, a uh, a car based processional through uh, their hometown of Northport, New York. Um, pretty amazing. I uh, I got there. Um, a few minutes early, they said, show up between 12 and 12.15 to line up. I got there a little before 12, and the line was so long that when I got to the end of it, the funeral home people, because now it was, I was basically almost a mile from where I'd started, and um, they said, well, you've got to go back up the hill there because you can't be down here. It's blocking traffic, so you have to go all the way back up and just sort of double park up there um next to other cars that are already in the line um so just a enormous turnout for peter's parents uh who died six days apart from uh from COVID 19 and uh they had a full police escort um it was really impressive and i think a great great tribute to them i got to see peter very briefly and wish him well um and he was just i think awestruck by um, the the showing of support from friends and um, and people in the community who who showed up, um, many of whom I don't think he knew, um, but just his parents were really well known and were fixtures. Um, so it was a very very nice um, event to be a part of to the extent you can be a part of it right. and show some support because graveside um, it's just him and his sister it's no one else you know. Right. Uh, because there you can't do these gatherings. So well, I I hope that he he felt the love and the support from everybody and it sounds like it sounds like he did. Uh, he did put yeah. out a video on the NAAOP social channels and we did share it through the AMP channels as well where he just he talks about his parents and and what he's been going through personally. It was a very personal video compared to you know, what he normally puts out through NAAOP. So I do encourage everybody to to check that out. And um, there's a link to the tribute that he wrote for his parents. And we encourage you to read that as well. Yeah, please do. I mean, for anyone who, who if you don't know Peter, you should listen to our podcast where we interviewed him. Um, and if you do know Peter, you know how much he's done for the limb loss, limb difference community over the last 30 years plus. And, um, you know, his, um, his parents, you know, Peter, as he describes in our podcast, um, lost, lost both his legs below the knee in a car accident, I think when he was uh, 12, 10 or 12, mm -hmm. and his, his younger brother was killed in the accident. Um, and his parents um, kept the family together and uh, raised their kids. And um, just, I, 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 as I said, I'd had the yesterday peggy 
had the honor of meeting them several times over the last few years. And they were just lovely, uh, lovely, down to earth, incredibly strong people. And um, no ego, no pretension, no nothing, just really humble, great people. And uh, it's, it's well worth your while to read about the types of people who make someone like Peter Thomas possible, right? Exactly. I mean, Peter, Peter's a reflection of, of the family in which he grew up that took care of him and got him through that you know, horrific time in his life. And um, it's, it, would be, it would be really respectful and appropriate for everyone to go and read the tribute on the NAAOP website, which is uh, naaop.org. So definitely. Um, and we'll share that as well. The, the website in the show notes and through our social channels. So if you missed it, don't worry, you can link to it through us. Yeah. So I didn't do anything um, nearly as profound and impactful as you today. Um, you know, I the sun is shining, it's really pretty. So I woke up early, uh, worked for quite a bit, and then took off a few hours this afternoon and uh, hunted zombies in the yard with Timmy. Oh, really? How'd that go? We, did. uh, we didn't find any, but we sure tried. Yeah, I'm well, recording. <laughs> so. Yeah. The effort is the important thing, Peggy. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we, tried, we tried finding them yesterday as well. He was armed with a uh, pitchfork, and I was armed with a wooden spoon so i would hope that he got them first because i didn't have much of a, a chance with a wooden spoon yes you're going to slap them to death i think so but he did he did want me to light a fire pit so that we could light sticks as torches and catch them on fire but i was a mean mom and said no to that so yeah well he's he's ramping it up he is he is he has it all planned and uh, i'm excited because my cheese stretching kit came Oh, so, that sounds exciting. She's yes. Stressing. Yes. So uh, Robbie, who is my soon-to-be 14-year-old, and I are going to be making fresh mozzarella. Oh, well, send send video to my wife because there is no one who appreciates good fresh mozzarella more than my wife. Uh, we've never. Have you done it before? Have you done the the cheese stretching and like made no. it? No. Nope. Yeah, we we have never done it. Um, but I have the curd in the fridge and stretching salt and a you access to a youtube video that they say makes it very very easy so we will see i'm excited you should be it's exciting it is exciting yes. good yes. So, cheese is always exciting yes well we're gonna have a lot of it because i did not realize when i bought the kit that it has to be stretched within 24 hours of purchase um, oh and i bought i bought two kits so we're going to have a lot of, of mozzarella to eat. And I don't think you can freeze it. I mean, I know you can freeze it on pizza, but I, I think that freezing fresh mozzarella is just it wrong. It entirely defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah. When I was in, when I was in Italy, God, Max was three. So this would have been like 2001, 2002 in that time frame. Um, we went to Italy and we were down on the Amalfi coast and the fresh mozzarella there was just ridiculous. And by my second or third day there, lunch every day 
was nothing more than a i just ordered uh, uh it was for the table but we would just everyone would order one for themselves and i was just eating this giant um i don't know what to call it braided you know it was it was actually they had braided the mozzarella so it was like mm -hmm. there was a pattern to it um, but just this giant slab of of cheese every okay. day for lunch with with uh cherry tomatoes and it was the best just yeah. incredible so the, we're gonna try our hands at it so i will report back tomorrow and you know let you know if if we have a career in cheese making i doubt it but it should be a lot of fun to try yeah well good for you so and our you. caterpillars have not yet turned into butterflies but we're anxiously anxiously waiting well liquefaction takes a while yeah and uh my peach trees are looks like they have survived they're thriving so, well they're not, i wouldn't go thriving but they still have leaves and they're no longer all wilty um, i was good. worried because right after we planted them we got a pretty significant cold snap but i did go out and wrap them in blankets and i've been talking to them real nice every day and they seem to to really be bouncing back excellent so that's it I'm just, you know, going to try making cheese. My heart's uh, with definitely with Peter and his family. And those kind of stories scare me and, you know, keep me grounded and keep me content at home. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that it's real. Even if it hasn't happened to you, It this is real. They're not making it up. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Anything else, Dave? Oh, I sent you a joke today, but you never answered it. Do you know the um, answer? Yeah, I did see the joke. So let, let, I'll read it for the group. Um, at um, 1244, which, by the way, I was in the middle of that procession. That's why you didn't get a reply. Of course. You said nothing what do you call, great timing. Yes. What do you call fish at the bottom of the ocean? And I knew this was a joke. And I thought about it for about 30 seconds and said, I'm not going to guess the answer. And and I'm not going to laugh when I hear it because I know it's going to be awful. But I'll probably laugh inside because it's so bad. Okay. It's, it, it, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. School dropouts. See, there you go. Oh, come on. That's clever. <laughs> See, I'm much, I find it much more funny that you think it's funny. Okay. I thought it was clever. All right. It is clever. It's not not clever. It's a mom joke, though, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, well, that's all right. I will wear that with pride. Have you seen the, the, the progressive ads now, all of these progressive auto insurance ads where it involves a guy who's sort of, he's he's a professional intervener for people who have become their parents? Yes, yes. I mean, the one where the one where he says something about um, it's, it's something about using the phone, and it's like the most basic function. And one of the women says, "Yeah, my phone doesn't have that feature." And he's like, "Yeah, no, you do. It's right there. It's just priceless." These are the types of jokes that those people in the ad would tell oh. and laugh laugh out loud about for a long period of time. All right. Well, I think we have different standards for humor right now. That may very well be true. I'll take it wherever I can. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I'm not judging you. It's just. I'm... Keep in mind, too, that, that I live with all boys. So 
it, if it's not a fart joke, it's very funny to me. That, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I do get that. I understand. All right. Well, listen, All awesome right. catching up as always, Peggy. Have a good day. And I will let you know tomorrow. about the cheese tomorrow. Please. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. We're stuck in our homes, but you're not alone. Press that it feed at peace. We'll shoot the breeze. COVID 19 has you down. Down. So stay